Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the OEO Podcast presented by Big Banter Sports. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can follow me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here as always with my co-host Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? Let's go trees. Let's go trees. It's the wrong, wrong podcast. Um, we're talking about the trees. We don't want to cheer for them. Oh, okay. I got confused. The only person here that would want to cheer for them, that is uh, producer Seth. He's here. We do have a full house for the first time. I think in a bit. Um, if you haven't already done it, block him now. It's at on Twitter. It's at say top five S E T A H five. I say do it now if you haven't already done it because I think he's on his way out. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think he can hold himself back from from Elon Musk and the Twitter. What's up, Seth? Uh, Kentucky tried to kill me. They sent their chiggers. They sent their ticks. Uh, they they gave us pink <laughs> eye. Um, but I survived it all. Um. Uh, I'm glad down Kentucky. Yeah. Yeah. You show that bluegrass. Don't, don't ever, you, you probably shouldn't beat them because they'll never play you again. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of teams, we beat all the time, um, except for surprisingly once. Uh, we're here to talk about the week two matchup with, with Indiana state. Um, this comes six days after the actual season opener. Uh, it's a Friday night kickoff, Brandon, September 8th. Uh, they don't know if it's 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock. It's on Big Ten Network. We do know that. Um, it's in Bloomington. We know that as well, in Memorial Stadium. Um, that's what we're here to talk about today, tonight, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but before we do that, let's get to some quick news. Our family at Big Banter is growing, Brandon. Um, you know, I thought the biggest hurdle to find would be anybody in um where where is Rutgers so I don't get it wrong again Piscataway Jazzy Piscataway Jersey for anybody actually to have well anybody to have Wi-Fi in Nebraska and they found that one person and then to have anybody that actually cared about Rutgers sports in New Jersey and they found that those people or that person so that, that's good welcome to the family um, also added Nebraska, or I'm sorry, Northwestern football and basketball. Yep. Riding that hot wave in the basketball. Um, Penn State. Penn State. I don't know why I gave that a Southern accent. I don't know either, but Penn State only football. Now I think the biggest hurdle left is what, Seth? Is it Nebraska basketball or Nebraska or Penn State basketball? That's going to be the hardest one to find. You got to get that girl that screams on the Penn State I remember every every game. Ah! Oh yeah, Seth yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seth I know knows. what you're talking about. She, yeah. it's got to be Nebraska I, basketball, right? 
Yeah, if, if you would have said this to me last year before Shrewsbury left, I would have said Nebraska by a landslide. I thought Penn State basketball was about to turn a corner. Uh, but now that he's in South Bend, you know, it's TBD on what the replacement looks like there. Oh, my gosh. Can we – Can you, while I'm doing this, uh, talking about the official visits that are have already happened or are getting ready to happen this weekend, can you do a quick thing? Can you try to find the average attendance – of both of those schools in basketball last year, do that for me for a second. Ooh, Nebraska's higher. <clears throat> Nebraska's so? higher. No way, dude. Yeah, I yeah. want to hear. I just want to see what it is. All right, uh, what I teased there for just a second. I don't know if you can say tease, but we had some official visits or an official visit already. Uh, the traditional Monday official visit um, from Cameron Michael from Statesboro, Georgia, four-star athlete, six-two-one eighty-one. Big time offers, you name it. Uh, right now, Georgia's in the lead to get him. Some other official visits scheduled for him as well. I think all the way into, uh, I think the last time I looked, I think it's all the way into November. So I don't think he's got any sort of immediate timetable. IU looking to use him as w- at wide receiver from what I've read. Uh, he's played quarterback. He's a defensive back. Uh, just an all-around athlete is what he's listed as. So We had that in common. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it, Brandon. Uh, and then this Friday, this weekend, um, all official visits, we have 10, 10 total. Um, you know, I don't want to sit here and highlight individual people, but we have four that are already currently committed and one that what Brandon and I have already talked about, Charlie Becker, the wide receiver out of Tennessee, who's already been on an unofficial visit, um, coming for an official visit this weekend. I think we jinxed it last week or Brandon jinxed it. At least I do think we hit the yep. over on plus one and a half uh, this weekend. So we'll see. Uh, Seth, did you get those numbers? I got Nebraska at 15,283, which was just under IU and actually above Ooh, Purdue. Ass. I cannot find Penn State. My guess is in the 8,000 range. I'm trying desperately to find it, but it's a little That's bit more. Cool. Hidden. Nebraska typically inflates a lot of their numbers. Their uh, consecutive home football sellout streak is an incredible myth that they continue to, uh, you know, here. I got trade you. on the rest of us. I got you right here. Okay, they do the so. old ticket sold instead of people through the gate. Here we go, guys. Here's Big, Ten, time. Big Ten basketball attendance in 2023. This is according to... Um, what is my source here? Uh, Sports Illustrated. So Indiana number one at sixteen one hundred one, Illinois number two, Purdue number three at fourteen eight seventy six, Maryland, Michigan State, Wisconsin, Nebraska at seven at thirteen two twenty one, Iowa, Ohio State, Michigan, Minnesota, Rutgers, Penn State, Northwestern at. 4,890. That gym only holds like 5,500. My high school gym held 4,000 people. So, uh, and the Nebraska number I gave you was from Statistic. I'm not familiar with that as a reputable firm, but we'll use them. Here's the Big Ten Conference. No, that's overall stats. That's not what we want. They're not going to tell attendance. Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, I think the point of the story is the banter family is almost complete. It is, it is. Props, uh, uh, props to to the guys. They pulled this. I mean, don't don't forget who was first, right? Yes. I mean, if you're not first, you're last, Ricky Bobby. That's right. That is right. Um, 
which is kind of the story of our never mind. Um, so let's get into uh, our opponent in week two. Quick history lesson, which is what we do. Again, let's just do this real quick. For everybody that doesn't know, this is a super quick overview of uh, the schedule coming up for next season. We do an official preview of the week of the game uh, where it's a little bit more in-depth. Right now, what you're going to get is a history lesson between the two teams, uh, key players on the other team, key matchups of what we're looking at, a 50,000-foot view of each side of the ball of the opponent, and then we just go through the rest of the, the normal part of the podcast. So we'll get right into the history lesson part of it. The previous meeting was all the way back in 2014. I felt like we played Indiana State all the time. Um, IU won that one in a much more comfortable than what the score showed 28 to 10. Um, I took these notes off your guys's podcast or off your, off your outline, the attendance for that game. Speaking of attendance, 38,006 for a noon kickoff season opener game. Here's a quick question. Friday night game over under. 40,000 in 2023 under hmm personally I think it comes like over against Idaho I think we get shellacked by Ohio State and there's gonna be I think the students show up I think it's gonna be this is actually a, a, a little spoiler because I wanted to talk about this in Brando's Randos. I think the students do their thing. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be Friday. I think the Indianapolis, I think the Evansville, I think the rest of the adults are who let this game down personally in attendance. Not you. Not you. I'm talking about myself. I still think we get over 40. Justice, not by much. No, not by much. A smidge over 40. Because if that's, a, if that's what Idaho can produce, I, even on a Saturday night at that point, uh, in the rain, right? Wasn't it kind of crappy, rainy Idaho game last year? Um, I think that a, a hopefully good weather Friday night game will pull in over 40. Um, all-time record, IU is 6-1. and one. Uh, No ties. And there are no fun facts on this one. The one loss came back in 1960. It was either 63 or 65. And the final score was seven to six. Um, Barn burner. Yes. So it's just, you know, who knows what happened with that game. Uh, and it also did not mention whether it was in Bloomington or in Terre Haute, but I can't imagine but it was dirty. So, uh, Coach has a little bit of a connection. Kurt Mallory, that's Bill Mallory's youngest son. Uh, he's in his fifth season, and I would consider him probably to be on the hot seat at this point with a 19 and 37 record. Uh, former IU defensive back coach from 2002 to 2004. And he's kind of hopped around uh, with a couple DC jobs and, and defensive back coaches uh, positions since then and before that. So, um, Kurt still hanging on to his position there in Indiana state. Anything else you guys want to add history lesson wise, any fun facts you found anything you remember to going to any of these games, Brandon, I've got a fun story. Um, I remember going to one early when you and I went, when we were sitting in like the end zone, I remember going to a game. That's it. I don't really got anything. So the, Memorable. I want to see if I can find it here. Here it is. So the game in 20, 
2013. So it was the game in 2013. It was a Thursday. What was it? It was a Thursday night game. The final was 73 to 35. Um, IU had had IU was up like 42 to seven at halftime. Um, Trey Roberson went nuts. I'm pretty sure in this game, I was running on about an hour and a half of sleep from the night before went out to the Vogue dollar Bud light night. Seth knows what I'm talking about. Um, didn't get any sleep at all. And then went straight to work. And then moseyed on down to Bloomington. So um, fun game. That's really the only one that really stands out to me. But either way, speaking of things that stand out, uh, key players for Indiana State, Brandon, this one was tough. Um, there, From what I could tell, there is no preview, season preview for Indiana State, uh, football-wise, online yet. Right, right. I got to stop you. I oh. looked for three minutes and found nothing. <laughs> Uh, I Indiana State's minutes. SEO needs to do way better. Mm-hmm. Um, I searched through three pages. I hit next twice on Google to try to find any sort of preview. And then when I couldn't, I gave up. Well, when you've got uh, the 2022 Missouri Valley Football Conference freshman of the year, you would think that there'd be some sort of coverage on the team, right? I'm talking about Cade Chambers, the or Chambers, the quarterback. Um, that's about all I've got information. To be fair, we had the SEC freshman of the year we last did. year as our quarterback, we and did. and and that didn't go great. No, it did not. Um, I think he was co-freshman of the year, if that makes. I think he was co-freshman, <laughs> but uh, Cade Chambers was not. He was all by himself. He was also on the 2022 Jerry Rice watch list. He made both of those lists and one freshman of the year by only playing nine games. Um, They played, I think, in legit action, four quarterbacks last year, including one guy I think that was called Smoke or Smokey or Smoke. I, well, I don't know. No relation to the Michigan State smoker. Um, Smoked pot with Johnny Hopkins. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so they went through a lot. I mean, the guy, I from what I could tell, decent arm. Um, He's got a quarterback name. Yeah, great name, K. Right, like like K. Chambers is definitely like a like a like a quarterback in a Disney movie, right? Your wife can't go to this game, right? K. Okay. No, that's great. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, she, that was a, super a little throwback to a Michigan game that she was. She did not like the quarterback. Um, the only other guy that I could really find in Shay. That's right. Uh, the Shay. only one, <laughs> the only other player I could really find any legitimate stats on, and this one was kind of scary. I think. Um. Justin Dinka, running back, uh, just under 900 yards rushing, six touchdowns, a long of 82 yards, and about just a smidge under six yards per carry. Great speed. Um, will, will, I said could, but will cause some problems in space. Will that happen to a big team? I don't know. Um, Missouri Valley Conference, look out. He is a, yeah, go ahead, Seth. 
Yeah, so I wanted to go ahead and look at, they have a bunch of transfers. So some of these are from schools that you're going to recognize here. Big schools, yeah. Uh, yeah. Southern Illinois. Uh, they have a kicker from Boston College and New Mexico. Uh, some kids from Fishers. Uh, the kid uh, who's a backup running back is from University of Tennessee, Tennessee who yeah. went to the same high school as uh, Cade Chambers, the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um they have a guy from Colorado State, a guy from Minnesota, Wide a guy receiver from, Ball from State. Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, Troy, Middle Tennessee State, Northern Illinois again. You know, so they have guys who have at least been recruited. Uh, and then the Dinkas from San Diego State, I think San you mentioned. Yeah, yeah. So they have guys who have been recruited to decent places and just things haven't worked out. So, um, yeah, just interesting to see how they settle in at the with the trees yeah we'll see i mean dinka was a big time recruit really out of high school i mean he's a high-end three-star recruit with interest from um i want to say baylor was on his list uh and a couple other of the bigger big 12 west of the mississippi schools um so i mean he's no he's no scrub necessarily i mean i i didn't i don't know his life story i don't know how he ended up at indiana state per se but um stats last year looked pretty good so um, they could have a couple guys that may stand out a little bit again, but I don't think anything that's um, shouldn't be any problem. Let's just put it that way. Uh, Brandon, can you give me some key matchups, some stuff you're looking at uh, IU Indiana state wise? So I think what we have found out in the last two years is our ones can be competitive. It's when the old injury bug comes about and the twos and threes are either one not experienced or two not good enough so i hope we are in similar fashion to 2013 where we get out to a big old lead so those twos and threes can get some run um you know we there's a enormous amount of turnover in this team. I think this year's team might be a little bit more experienced overall, but less experienced together. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Like like more more D1 high-end football played but not played together. Whereas last year there was a ton of camaraderie, um but just nothing really behind the camaraderie. Um or chemistry, whatever whatever C word you want to use, except that C word. Um <laughs> You, so guys, are, you guys are tightroping the line today. All right. <laughs> Please watch it. Watch uh, it. We so may yeah. have been the first, but we might also be the first ones out too. So just be careful. Um, so yeah, I mean, everything that hopefully happens in the second half is is my key matchup, right? How how does the the D because we both love our D-line. Not a lot of experience behind that D-line. Same with the linebackers, same with the corners. Um, you know, so that's, that's my key matchup. It's kind of a cop out, but like I, those, this is the game where we need to jump out to 28, nothing 27, seven. So we can play two quarters of the twos and threes. Yeah. Mine's similar. Mine is, um, let's not do what we did last year. Let's not play down to competition. Let's not, um, 
you know, let's not give me a heart attack against Western Kentucky, which seems every every year it's a heart attack against Western Kentucky. But let's not do the Idaho thing. I mean, Idaho, what what was that score? Was it 21-3 Idaho at some point or something crazy? Um, I don't think it was that bad, but it was pretty bad for a while. Uh, you, you can't do that. You got to go in. I've got well, this is the only key matchup I have. You got to go in. You got to put your foot on their throat and you, you got to leave it there the entire time, all four quarters. You're not. I remembered a moment. Feelings. I remembered a moment from an Indiana State game. I don't remember who was at fault, IU or Indiana State. I think it was Indiana State. Our guy fair caught it and the guy like blew us up. Yeah, he was ejected. And yeah. the Indiana State guy, he was ejected, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It was early in the game. It, I, think. I think it was like first punt. Yeah. It was first quarter. Um anyway, sorry. Got a flashback. <laughs> that was a memorable moment. It was a memorable Indiana State moment. There you go. Uh Seth, any key matchups for you? matchups this, this is a game that should be a walkover for the most part but the thing with indiana state is they're fundamentally sound enough that if you keep them in the game they will build confidence and they will have a puncher's chance in this game so i put the overall win probability probably about 85 percent. that should be a 45 7 type game but if you let them stay in it if you have any kind of turnover issues it's one of those games that could end up being a lot closer than you'd really feel comfortable with we played a really close game with them uh, I want to say it was in 2012, maybe. Um, I have the history here, right here. And it was it was uh, a little tough to watch. It was in 2012, 17, four, uh, 24. And it was it was way closer than what the score says. I think it was a, a very late touchdown. Let's see if I can find this. Indiana football. Brandon, any other key matchups for you on this? No. No, that was a very quiet no. No, no, no. I, I do have I have a sort of a packed Dubich sports book. I have a jam-packed Brando's Randos, but um key players and key matchups weren't okay. Weren't here's, here's what it here's what it was. I mean, we're talking IU up 17, 10 at halftime. And then that was really it. Each team scored in the third quarter and nothing in the fourth quarter. Um, I mean, pretty decent team for IU here. But as far as, I mean, they allowed nothing crazy. Trey Roberson over 280 yards passing. Um, Tevin Coleman completely ineffective, but I believe this was his freshman year. Seven carries, 48 yards. Nothing else after that. Shane Wynn, the highest receiver with 95 yards and a touchdown. Uh, I just don't see anything that really stands out in this game. I don't remember it. Um, so it may have been one of those weird, bad weather, early September games. But again, you know, they had two. I, there's no reason. They had two turnovers, two turnovers in that game. They could have beat us. But so Seth is right. I mean, you just can't let them stay in it. Just put them out. So um, that's it for me, Seth. Any more key matchups? Or anything uh, else Robert Tanyan, current Bear, former Packer. I know that is name. an Indiana State alum. Just uh, remembered that he was a Bear, current Bear. We signed him in the current. offseason. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, any other famous Indiana State football alums? No. Anybody on the bunch of guys I went side? to high school with? No. 
it's weird. That's I I wasn't gonna bring that up, but yeah, this was like you guys our have, best really? our best players went to Indiana State. Really? Like yep. a few got the ball state, like maybe one every other year, but like it was heavy Indiana State. So probably had three USI, or four offensive linemen go there. Yeah, like USI and Indiana State were kind of where like my high school's best players went. Huh. So Shakir Bell, you might remember that name, 2021 Walter Payton finalist. I don't think he ended up. Didn't um oh my god, I'm, I'm I Canadian should remember this name. Player. Didn't the IU uh drug kingpin go to Indiana okay, State and play so a don't, few games? Don't use it like that. <laughs> So Antonio Allen, yes. Yes, that guy. Um, he was, I think he, that Indiana State was his first stop. And he played games, right? And he played a few games. I believe he got in trouble again. Um, and then ended up at Marion. Um, and then I'm not sure really what happened from there. But yeah, you guys are right. There is nobody. Oh, uh, uh, tight end for the Packers, Dominique Daphne. Was also an ISU guy. Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, Jonas Griffith is an oh, off uh, outside linebacker for the Broncos. Jalen Booth with the Bandits of the what is it? The USFL. Oh, Tampa Bay Bandits. I just saw yeah. Tampa Bay. <laughs> just assumed it was fine. Um, but yeah, nothing else jumps out. Robert Tanyan easily like the only one that anybody has ever drafted in a fantasy draft. Do you draft Robert Tanyan? No, you pick no. him up at some point, right? He's no. a one week fill in yeah. at best. Yeah, I mean, Cole, Cole Komet's taking all the snaps. No, 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 Brandon. I'm not saying you pick him up now, but I'm saying he was at some point. Somebody may have drafted him sure. last year, thinking that he was the big Aaron Rodgers target. Now that you know, Adam Aaron Rodgers hates tight ends. True, true. Okay, uh, he liked Martellus Bennett. He did, he did for a minute, but that was. That went sour, I think, right? I don't know. They're both like 38, so I'm sure they just had a lot in common. Yeah, true. I'm sure no one smokes ayahuasca in a blacked out cabin. Or wait, I don't think you smoke ayahuasca, do you? I think you drink it. Yes. I don't remember. I don't know either. Allegedly. Yeah. I won the Dare Free Kid Award in fifth grade. Nice. I was on Champs. Did you guys have Champs? Ah, dare. It was like the it was no champs was like this like group of like uh like well-behaved children or like how do I like role model kids, right? Like role model kids in fifth grade. I think it was just basically <coughs> it was like a popularity contest. Wasn't that a commercial by uh Charles Barkley? Nobody said I was a role model. <laughs> I, I love those. That was great. Elementary. I was a conflict resolution manager in fifth grade. Elementary group. Nope. I don't think, I don't I think we're going to fight. There it is. It's classroom management champs. No, it's not right. I don't know. Whatever. We're moving on. 50,000 foot view. Guys, get ready for this one. Uh, on offense, I don't know anything about what they do on offense. What I can tell you is that they are bad. They are 113th out of 123 teams in the fcs with a total of 16 points per game um in defense better they're better 74th in the fcs at allowing nearly 400 yards per game um and does it really matter on south on special teams i don't think so right no okay 
Moving on. Super quick. Do a sports book. Woo. Oh. All right. Are we doing promo? Or? Yeah. No, no, no. This first. Do a sports book oh, okay. promo. Right, it's not on my timeline. You should have probably put it on the timeline or on the outline. I should have. I should have. I should have. That's on me. Anyway, so Seth said he would put this win probability at 85%. I have what the win probability is. 93. Michael, would you like a guess? 93. Six. You looked it up. Ninety-five. No, I didn't look it up. Six. Okay. Ninety-five, which sounds good, right? On mm-hmm. paper, sounds good. Until, oh, until you listened to our podcast last week, where I you only had a two percent chance of winning. So that means Indiana State has a greater chance. Well, allegedly. To ESPN's metrics, Indiana State <laughs> has a greater chance to beat IU than IU does Ohio State. Brag, how does that sit with you? I said it this morning. Seth, what did I say this morning? That was a long time ago. Players play, computers are for porn. <laughs> Leave the games <laughs> to the players. The computers do not throw the football. They do not catch the football. They do not run the football. They do not tackle the person with the football. They don't know anything. You're telling me they already know how great Ohio State's going to be. We sat here and talked about how Ohio State has the best chance of winning the national championship in the Big Ten, right? Is that right, Brandon? Is that what we talked about last week? And we don't even know anything about their offensive line, their quarterback, their defense. We know that they have a really one really good wide receiver. No, I'm talking, I'm sorry. One elite wide receiver, two pretty good running backs. That's it. And they've got a pretty good, another pretty good wide receiver, right? That's all we know. We don't know how good the quarterbacks are. We haven't seen them. But yeah. I, I just thought, I thought that was pretty wild, right? It's that crazy. Like... It's crazy. It's not right. an Ohio State pot. I'm not going to keep going on it. Let's peel that onion back. Let's keep peeling that onion back, right? So the line, the line for the game, Seth, last 27 week, 27 and a half. What do you think the line for this game will be since they Based think this, that. Game, this game will be closer than that game? This is Where would I guarantee you this is and a half. No, I guarantee you this is what proves that ESPN is stupid. ESPN is a bunch of jokers. I'm going to put the line 28 and a half. Oh, I think Seth's right. I think I put it at 24, minus 24. You think that they put it at minus 24? I do. You don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, sometimes they don't even put lines out for these games, right? I don't think the Idaho game had an official line. Um, so, well, I mean, we, we, we may never find out, but, but with that being said, if I can get minus 20, like this might, if this line ever comes out, it might maybe want to hammer. Yeah. Might be because Indiana state's awful. Just, (laughs) just so bad. I wish we were live for that one. That was great. So bad. Save that for the, uh, (laughs) For some of the live shows. 
Um, uh, yes, so, I, that's one of them that I will literally put. I, I might put a four figure banger on that one. No, you oh God. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let's see what we look like against Ohio State first. And then well, I that's why I even like it even thing. more because oh, hold when we on. Get, yeah, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna put a four bigger on a team coming off a forty-two-seven loss to Ohio State. Who's who's that's playing right. them? We're not we're not losing forty-two to seven against Ohio State the week one. Not I don't happening. know. I'm just throwing it out there. It's not happening. It's not happening. More like a more like a thirty-eight thirteen, Seth. But you know who's who's counting. Um, all right, last one here. We've seen where these games have been super low scoring, right? Not talking seven to six in 1963. I'm talking, you know, 28-10. Um, but we've also seen this game be 100 plus points, mm-hmm. right? Um, with both teams, how do I say, struggle to score the ball? This is definitely an under game, right? Like definitely an under game. Like yeah. under Here 42 points. Here we go again. We don't know what the offense is going to look like. We have no idea. I mean, we're talking about the 113th offense, and weren't we like 94? With a different quarterback and a com- almost completely different skill position players. This has 31-3 written all over it, personally. In my I opinion. like that. I like that idea of that. I mean, that barely guy thought I was going to say 28 and a half. Now I don't know about a four-banger on this game. Um, <laughs> yeah this i hope right if 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 i if this isn't prediction time we have a lot of time to figure that out still fall camp but yeah i i would say 38 13 loss and a 31 3 win is how the first two games would go roughly in my estimate and you'd be happy with that right no i'd be okay with both results no i'd feel nothing because you're not going Maybe. That's why. All right. That's all I got for the Duber Sportsbook for now. I don't know why we have to do this before the promo, because I don't even want to read it. <laughs> want me to read it? I'm yeah. in a great mood. Yeah, read it. I played basketball today. I played really well. Read it. Um, A super quick word from our sponsor, Monon Track Club. MTC is Indiana's running brand. It's cooled off a little bit. It's dried up a little bit. It's time to get out there and run. Because MTC is built, it's built on a deep love for the sport and for the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on the club runs and to shop their sick gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. As a thank you to our listeners, we're not going to give you one, not going to give you five, not going to give you eight, we're going to give you 10% of your order. Just by using LEO10 at checkout. And now to Brando's Randos. What's you got, Brando? All right. So the first one is nothing to do with this game, but it's got me worried. Um players, if you guys see if you guys haven't seen this, I can I can go in more detail. Uh, but the players want more money from NCAA football. Every single player right now is scheduled to get $500. If wow. you're is in the game, you're going to get $500. They are not happy. They want more. Are we ever going to get an NCAA football game? Um I okay. 
selfishly for at least until I can sell the one that I don't use anymore that I have. So 2013, it's on the market, guys, if you're listening. Xbox 360 2013 NCAA football. I will sell it to you for like I don't know, 75 bucks or something. I don't know. Let's just do that until I can sell that. Um, no, I hope that we our don't second do advertiser one. brags, uh, Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> uh, just DM me if you guys really want one. Um, but uh, yes, I do think that we'll get one. I do think that it's just a bus from a few. Let's be honest. I mean, these dudes want to play the game too. I mean, how freaking cool is it to be like, hey, look, I'm in this video game and I'm in college. Now hang out with me, co-eds or whatever. <laughs> there I am. There I've I've now walked the line. Um, I think it's pretty cool, but no, I I do think it's going to be a fuss. I do. Uh, I hope it's going to be a fuss, but it's loud. I don't I don't know. I know Seth has uh, maybe sworn off Twitter, but um, but people this I, this this could be an issue if if you're if you're obsessed with the NC football game like us three are this could be a major major issue so that, it's one of those things that's oh, on sorry. reddit too and I, I think that if you figure out a way to monetize it additionally so that each player can you know sell like skins or sell tattooed kits and all these different things there's additional ways now with all the micro uh oh God, what are they called micro transactions built into the games there's ways to kind of pimp out the NIL stuff. I think you just got to be creative and you can't kind of be standoffish, but I'm begging for it. That's where we get into the fairness part of it, because no matter, I don't know, let's just pick a completely psychopathic fan base. No matter how many times you play with Tennessee, um, you know, versus middle Tennessee, there's going to be a giant, difference between well, the ground that's what i'm saying yeah that's what i'm saying you if you buy if you buy joe milton's tattoo package right i don't even know if he has any tattoos i'm just thinking if you buy his tattoo package and he makes money off of that nil but guess what chucky campbell's still kicking all the touchdown field goals touchdown extra points and he's not getting any of that money from the tattoo package you know what i mean because he doesn't have any tattoos what do you have to do you have to buy his hair his luxurious hair is that what you have to buy? I don't understand. So I get what you're saying. What I think is whatever they figure out is that they have to make it a lump sum per player. Here's the here's the crazy thing. The amount of money that they are going to make from this game is insane. Here's the other thing. Seth, can you as a college athlete, are you allowed to unionize? Probably yes. not. No, there's no way, right? Yeah, the the the, uh, the Trevor Simeon. Chad try, try. There's tried, been other yeah. guys that they. I, it wouldn't shock me if it eventually happens. Um, but there's been attempts we collectively bargain with a union, right? Isn't that a union thing? That's with what I'm re- saying. I don't loose affiliation. What I'm saying is that I feel like everybody on Indiana, until they become superstars, is probably like, yeah, I'll take 500 bucks. You know what I mean? Everybody on Illinois, because Chase Brown's not there anymore, is I'll take 500 bucks. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Right? Like, it's just something to monitor. If if you haven't, if you haven't seen it, maybe look it up, maybe don't look it up, but it's it's definitely a thing. I think it's kind of cool every single player. 
Like Wyoming's backup tackle is going to get 500 bucks. That's pretty cool. Like I'm sure the Caleb Williams of the worlds are mad. Caleb Williams is already making a million dollars. Yeah, he's fine. Shut up. Like I hate to go all Dan Doggins and tell a no stop to shut up. But like those are the people that are complaining about this, right? It's the big name players that are complaining. I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb, and I want my game. Okay. Um. Next question here. Where Where did you rank Indiana State in the Indiana institutions? Mm. Like, is is it above Ball State, above Valpo, above yes. IUPUI? Like, mm. yes. Where 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 does Where's the Sycamores rank for you within the state? Okay, so let's hold on, hold on, hold on, Seth. Let's take in no particular order. Let's just take IU, Notre Dame, Purdue. (laughs) IU, Notre Dame, Purdue, Butler out of the equation. They're gone. Those four are above. For sure. Indiana. For sure. For sure. Are there any more that I'm missing? Say it again. IU, Purdue, Notre Dame, Butler. Yes. That's it, right? That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Evansville. They're in the same conference. Yep. So I said they're equal. Ball State's got to be above, right? Ball State's above Indiana State, but Indiana State's above Evansville. Where? Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's it's above IPFW. Yep. It's above Valpo. Barely. I mean, IUPUI is... Everyone I know went to Valpo was lame. Yeah, I feel like Valpo is a bunch pretty, of smarties and pretty low down the totem pole. I mean, we're not counting like St. Francis and Franklin no, and no, Marion no. and all those. Okay. No. Like I put I put uh what's the fun university? Um the party one. Fun, Wabash? No. No, they're DePaul? all guys. The paw. The paw is the one I'm thinking of. Are they all they're they're co-ed, right? Yeah, they're co-ed. Yeah. yeah, DePaul I would put above Indiana State. Like me personally, I would go to DePaul before Indiana State. I would agree with that. Yeah, you're not getting much better, I think, location wise. Where DePaul, Seth, where's DePaul? Greencastle. Greencastle. Both on that western side of the state, right? Yeah. I mean, Terre Haute at least had like a live PD for a little, or no, Campus PD, not live PD. Was it Campus PD? Or dude, Campus PD? PD was awesome. I miss Campus PD, dude. Do you watch that in between classes on like Wednesday? Bro, at, like, I'd watch it all what? the time. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Hung over, was... sun shining through the windows. You're laying on the couch. You got a little campus PD on. Got a little Cincinnati house party going on. And like a New Mexico state. The older woman cop would always be going in there. Yeah, she was great, though. Like uh, Leslie, I think that was, was her name. Awesome. That's awesome. All right. Um, next question that I actually kind of got from uh, also from Twitter. But there's this kind of prevailing thought that these one double A games. Um, Hold on. Graduation rate, DePaul, 84%. Smarties. Indiana State, 41. Well, no. acceptance rate at Indiana State, 94. Acceptance rate at DePaul, 65. Yeah. Now, granted, it's private liber- liber- liberal arts and a public university school. So. Little apples to oranges, but different. still, give give and me also, DePaul all day. Indiana that's State. that's not the knock on Indiana State. There's a lot worse. Like it's I'm only going seven thousand dollars more to go to DePaul. Tiger up, 
Tiger up. I don't know what that is. I don't know. But okay. Um, should these one double A games be spring games or Mm. are they good as regular season games? Because I don't know if it was Reddit or Twitter. I think it was Twitter, but they were just like, get one double A games out of here. Are you talking about the entire FCS moving to the COVID version and going spring? Yeah. Yep. Okay. How about this? How about instead of Alabama being able to flush? So that's their what that's what came schedule? up. With. That's that's where I saw it. it. Had nothing to do with the Big Ten. It was this is BS that Alabama yeah. gets to beat up on Alcorn State. South Carolina gets to play South Carolina Central or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? How about that? How about we institute? Well, we're not going to be able to do it. Probably. I was going to say, why don't we institute a preseason? But I guess we could just call it a spring game. Where you play an in-state FCS school in your yep. spring game? Literally reverse it. Have FCS play in the spring, and instead of you know they play one of us. Like that's how they make their money, right? Okay. Like we have to go to Terre Haute. No, no, they 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 still come to us, but like we pay them to come to us for our spring practice. So exactly. our practice is one of their regular season games. Correct. God, that they're all going to lose. Imagine. Could you imagine what that would feel like? <laughs> I think they, it'd be awesome for them. Like it, it arguably be bigger than their national championship, right? Maybe, but then I. That's I wouldn't also say in the middle of the biggest lose. free agency season two of college football. So it's like rosters are in flux. That's a lot of. Yeah, it'd be cool. Yeah, it's never happening. It's absolutely never like this is. Point zero 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 one percent of happening, but it was just people were complaining about SEC schedules and said like the spring game should be where one double A lives. And I thought it was an interesting, at least an interesting topic. Do you want to know what that would be like, Seth? Is I think I don't know if they're playing them this year or I know that they have in the past, but like Arsenal has come over and mm-hmm. played uh MLS all-star teams. Like that was their all-star game, was Arsenal versus the MLS All-Stars. I'm I'm just going along with Brandon's argument that I don't want to pay to or I don't want to sit and watch a Florida State even, Samford again or whatever the hell that shit was. was they lost to that. They lost Sanford to Jacksonville won. State. It they was lost, Jacksonville. Uh, that State. was Jacksonville State. Yeah, that's right. That's right. The Dolphins. Yeah. Is that right? right? Or is that Jacksonville? Is that no, State? Jacksonville State is I think Georgia and the Gamecocks, and Jacksonville is uh, the Dolphins. Jacksonville State is the Gamecocks, correct? Jacksonville. I don't know. Quack, quack, quack. Quack, quack, quack. Now, I have, now I have to look quack, it up. Quack, 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 Mr. Ducksworth. Um, all right. Well, you're looking that up. I got I got one. This isn't my last one because this this could get a little contentious. They are the Dolphins, Jacksonville. A little contentious. IU ranked 13th nationally. Yes. I don't want to talk about it. I know what you're going to talk about. Let's have to do it. Where has the money gone? Because it's not to the staff, not to the players, not to the facilities. It's not all going to basketball. It may all be going to basketball, but I doubt it. Where's all the money going? I thought when we got a new president, this these issues were supposed to go away. So if I was a media person, I'd be asking Pamela Witten this the next time she became public. Do I expect, I'm not going to name the people, but we all know 
the beat writers will not ask this, but they should. Like, someone needs to ask where this 166, I think that was that 166 million went. Because they they took my money. I went there. They took my money. I don't know why I find that a little bit more personable. It doesn't mean anything. I graduated from there 13 years ago, 12 years ago. But that made me mad. I genuinely saw that today. And I was like, I need to bring this up. It's it's negative about IU. I don't like ever being negative about IU. But that, quite frankly, pissed me off. So it can't be. Sorry, real quick, Seth. I don't know if you know the salaries or not. Sorry. I know. And then I'll let you get into the other stuff. So basketball wise, I get it. Um, it's We're not, not the going, highest paying salaries. on. I was going to say, no, Woodson's under a million dollars a year. Like that's like pretty out there. I'm pretty sure. Right. He's like 800 or something thousand dollars a year. Um, unless they've restructured his contract since his first one. But Tom Allen makes a pretty fat chunk of money. But still, like there's been nothing done. I mean, they yeah, built... he makes four point nine million, which is fine. Who's that? Tom Allen. Yeah, Look, more than Woodson, I thought he made. Woodson's on a six-year, three million dollar deal. Uh, See, that's three million crazy. per year. So three million a year. Okay, I thought I saw somewhere where he only makes like the actual salary is like eight hundred. That's crazy. Tom Allen makes two million year. more. The actual salary is five fifty. Is that what you're saying? Correct. Okay. Everything else is incentive laid. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. So he's making $500,000 a year without making the tournament or finishing at some point during the Big Ten or beating Purdue a certain amount of times or whatever the incentives are. Um, Outside marketing and promotional income. Ah, uh, there you go. So, Seth, go ahead and, and say what you were going to say because that was the only thing that was going through my mind, was just the two coaches. Gonna say it's a systemic failure of leadership. I don't think there's anything else more to say. I mean, you can single out the individuals; they'll never be called to task because that's. Uh, Do I need to yell know, at the AD again, Seth? The, well, Do I need report, to be loud on this pod? The and reporters yell at the are all access driven, so they're not going to ask the questions that get their access shut off. So all you can do is bitch and complain about it and see if enough people join you. But it, you know, the chances are, you know, slim. Yeah. Does it make you mad, Mike? Well, it's hard to blame the that Scott that are... Dolson okay. is sucks, and Pamela Witten was supposed to be change, and I don't see any change. Well, I, I'm going to give her a, the benefit of the doubt. I mean, she's been there for like this a year, was the literally first year. Yeah, Scott Dolson. I don't know. I think he's a puppet. We've talked about this on here. I think that he's just he is somebody's running him from underneath. <laughs> so I I don't know, man. I I don't know where the money's going. That's can that's we a get question. a new practice facility, please? Mellencamp Arena, like high schools, have better mm-hmm. practice facility. Carmel, I guarantee Carmel. They just built at, a brand new one. They just has a they're building better right now, practice sure. facility than Indiana University. I can tell you about this because of the previous position I was in. I bid that. I bid that. It was Carmel's indoor. It was an indoor practice facility. Now, granted, they do not have what I want for IU to have. I want IU to have basically a Cook Hall version of football. Yes, that should be want the bare a, minimum. And Cook Hall's not even like a top ten facility anymore. No. Anyway, but they have. Do, do they have? So does basketball work out with football? 
No. Same facility. They've got their own thing in Cook Hall, correct? That's all I want. Please. That would eliminate, and, and sorry, pigs, to take some of your subscribers away because that's all they ever want to complain about on your message boards. But that would take it away a third of the people off of the message boards on pigs. Because if I have to hear one more F in time about how they have to share the, the weight room, which is state-of-the-art, world-class, incredible, with the track and field people, I'm going to get sick. It doesn't matter. They're not in there the exact same time as the track and field people. They're all the football people are in there at the same time. I get what you're saying. Let's just get a practice facility, weight room in there. I get it. Maybe it'll happen. We don't know, man. We don't know. We'll see. We're getting and sweets, dog. Field level sweets. The sweets, sweets are awesome. That's a step in the right direction. I complimented it last year. That's when I would have guessed. If you would have told me where is IU nationally in revenue, I would have said fringe top 25. Yeah, not like maybe. Some... maybe 25 30 maybe even 35 simply because we're just not making enough money in football right like we make we make probably top we made a ton of money well well i mean sport like comparatively no but football made a ton of money last year believe it or not ton of money so i don't know this it didn't sit well with me did not did not sit well with me all right um what else you got the last thing I have here, I sent it, so you guys may have to pull it up. I thought the comparable fan bases from Big Game oh Boomer. My God, I cannot believe we're giving this guy time, Brandon. It was fun. We don't have to go off his list. It's not football. It can't be a football comparable. It's basketball, right? They've got know. Gonzaga in it. Garden. <laughs> You are right, but it's still. So I, I'd like to talk about comparable fan bases, right? If I say Tennessee, what is a comparable fan base to Tennessee? In in what though? Because in basketball, so, their fan base is totally in football. Different. This is a football pod. This is a football pod. Tennessee, Penn State. Penn State. Interesting. So what are they? They're irrationally loyal. They are rabid. I was going to say they Nebraska. are. I was going to say Nebraska. They have struggled with relevancy. I I mean Nebraska. Nebraska is a lot less relevant than Penn State. A lot less relevant than Penn State. I think I they're say. right between the two. Yeah. What about no? What there's some of these on here, Brandon. I cannot believe we're doing this. We cannot spend this much time on here. They so, so when I Indiana, Miami when I say, of Ohio and Old Miss. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, get, get get rid of their examples. We're we're more creative. Oxford's. Than... That's the joke, I think. Oh, okay. Well, what about Boston College and Notre Dame Catholic schools? Yeah, That's... they're they're lazy. I don't want to talk about those. I just want to talk about our own comparables. Like, I think it's a fun conversation. Nerd schools. Northwestern Syracuse. Right, like I feel like those go hand in hand. I think I like their Pitt Syracuse comparison. I thought that was pretty good. Who's I use comparable fan base in football? In football, yes, because I I think I have one. Don't say Vanderbilt. I can't. No, be Vanderbilt. no, 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 no. Fun tailgate. Seldomly, you know, on the on prime time, right. I think it's Arizona State. <coughs> Party school. They're big. They've got a they've got a big fan base, Arizona State. Um their stadium's never full when I'm watching football <coughs> after dark. I would have said Washington State 
or Duke or Kansas. There's no way Duke throws good tailgates. There's no way. I can't see Kansas doing it either. Kansas is the easy one. Like that's, but that's that's basketball. That's perfect. Basketball. Yeah. Basketball. Basketball, It's perfect. I mean, it's yeah. Um, I don't know, man. It's hard to, hard to, like I I thought Texas tech, but they're, 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 they're a little bit, their fan base, their stadium atmosphere. I think they have a little bit different. I bet their tailgates are equal. I don't know. I think, I think it's a fun question. I think that that should be our poll question. It's hard. We can think about it. Poll question. Yeah. Maybe it's not. Maybe we just pose the question. Like, name a comparable fan football fan base to Indiana. I'd okay. be curious what people think. All right. As know. long as I don't have to do it, it's fine. Oh no, Seth has to do something. Oh yeah. But anyway, th- those are all my randos. Um, all right, Seth, make it quick. Empty your sack as fast as you can. Three things in my sack. These should be quick and unemotional. So here we go. Usually, uh, I am watching Tombstone this evening for the first time. It's one of my big blind spots for my movies. Literally, uh, my favorite have, movie of all time. Do you guys have a it. big movie that's like a big cultural movie that you haven't seen? It's like your kind of embarrassing, never seen movie. Never seen Scarface. Mm. That counts. I've got it. And Seth knows this, and it, and I I'm ashamed. Uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. Uh, I am getting back into working out now that I'm starting to be cleared from physical therapy for my knee injury, and I am uh, still of the firm belief that running is the absolute worst form of exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, can we confirm that? Is that can we state that as yes. fact? Yes, hundred percent. Running, running for fun does not exist. That's an oxymoron. Can you pick like a specific high intensity interval exercise like burpees? Because burpees are awful, dude. I would rather do that. I would rather run for three. No, I would do burpees. I I would do burpees. I enjoy burpees. I'm talking all the way down, especially as you like get into the the football stance when you pop back up. Like a little glimpse of you know. Rather do wall sits. I'd rather do like any kind of. Yeah, I mean Archie Miller swore by the stairmaster. Get a stair. Love the stairs, dude. Oh, the stairs are great. All right, here's my last one. Uh, One of the other ones, I think it was on Barstool, which I swear is just meant to drive me absolutely insane. Love Barstool. Um, Listed a bunch of childhood TV movie crushes, um, and somehow, for the love of God, my childhood dream girl, Christina Ricci, as Wednesday. And Casper's friend didn't make it. Of course, side note, I didn't know until several years later that was the same girl. <laughs> Ignore that fact. How was Christina Ricci not on there? Um, but other than that, who were your uh, first childhood TV show movie crushes? I'll let you go first, Brad, because I got I got the I got the I couldn't believe this didn't come up on the Barstool podcast. It blew my mind. It, it's a clear number one. My it's a ghost. The first one I remember, totally remember being like, yeah, was Cindy Crawford. But I don't know if she counts as like TV person, right? No. You know, so if I had not. to go that way, if I had to go like the one person I was like, yeah, I'm crushing on this chick. Kelly from Saved by the Bell. It's the Legit. layup. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You guys ready to get your minds blown? Do it. It's the pink Power Ranger. It's Kimberly. We talked about her. Okay. I have a problem the, with this. The I have pink a problem with Power this. Ranger is the no doubt undisputed 90s girl crush. I I thought I was Jason. I I was the weird kid that like wore the red all the time. I was I the red power. He was younger than me. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. It, it's it's Kimberly. It's I disagree. It's without a doubt. There's only one answer. There is. Don't watch the new Power Rangers Strong. movie. By the way, it's awful. Well, it's on Netflix. Believe it or not, it's awful. They do have some of the original people back, which is kind of cool. But can I say? Can I have a sleeper? I have a sleeper crush. I Go forget ahead. her name. I'm forgetting oh, her name. Sweet, yeah, good job. But it's a, it's the, it's the older, it's the love interest in Hocus Pocus, the one with the big yabos. <laughs> That's it's a joke from the movie. I it's don't a joke from the movie. I don't know. She's Joe one of witches? the three. She's one of the three. No, not one of the witches. The oh. <laughs> the high school, not Sarah Jessica Parker. I'll look her up. Hold on. Allison. Her name was Allison. Do you no. guys not know Hocus Pocus? No, I don't. That movie but... weirds me out. I can't watch it. Allison was a babe. Allison was an absolute babe. Um, I think if but now I feel else. dumb bringing it up. Now I feel dumb. But it's should. a sleeper. It's a sleeper. Vanessa oh, yeah. Shaw. She's the same girl from Ladybugs, Brag. Remember Ladybugs? Oh, the girl who she's 16 and she has a slow-mo bikini yes. lingerie shoe Told you? So you no way. You're on board now. You're on yeah, board. Yes. Ladybugs version, I think. <laughs> Not now, but like back then, Ladybugs version. I don't even I don't even know the movie Ladybugs. Oh, um, stop what you're doing. You have new plans. Gotta for the watch season. that. You gotta watch that. But yes, Vanessa Shaw, her name was Allison. She also was a childhood crush. You've got to watch Ladybugs. Have to. 10-4, Apricot. Oh, my goodness. All right. right, Is that it? My sack is empty on that note. Thank God. This has been the longest pod ever. Uh, Be sure to check out our pod. It's on Twitter. It's at LEO Podcast. And be sure to follow our new partner. It's at Big Banter Sports on Twitter. Uh, for all the latest updates involving the podcast, as well as new additions, which we talked about earlier, about like yesterday or whatever it was by the time we started this pod, uh, be sure to download, rate, review, follow on all of our platforms, and be sure to join us next week when we preview the battle against the one Kentucky team that actually wants to play us. Love you guys. Elio. 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 He said. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right, great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.